Okay, we're joined now by Nate from the Estonian Football Podcast. So, Nate, tell us where you're from. Where did your interest in Estonian football begin, and how did this podcast come about? I'm uh, from Southwest England, um, in Somerset, um, near the town of Glastonbury, where the festival is. Um, we, me and my brother, we basically travelled out to Tallinn in what was it, 2018. Uh, the winter of 2018, um, purely just for a holiday, um, decided to wander around, look at all the football stadiums and, and all that stuff. Ended up at the uh, Alakok Arena, the main national team stadium where Flora actually play. Um, and they had it in the club shop. They had a, a big display of all the uh, top flight team shirts. And so we thought, oh, they're pretty cool, you know. Uh, came home from from Tallinn, kept an eye on the league. Um, you know, you know, remember them from the shirts and, you know, that kind of thing. And, yeah, then it just got, you know, every single week checking it, familiarising ourselves with, with all the players. Um, and then it was the start of this season. We said, should we, should we do a podcast? Um, so, well, yeah, we'll, we'll give it a go. Um, you know, we make spreadsheets of all the games, all the players. The statistics, um, yeah, and it's kind of gone a lot better than we thought it would. Do you talk to other mates about Estonian football? Do they think you're quite mad to be following such a small yeah, league? Uh, well, I used to work in um, in the bookies, um, and I used to get people asking me, um, what's the bet today? And I'd mention like some random Estonian team, I'd go, I think they're a good bet today, and they just look at me as if, yeah. <laughs> If I'm crazy, yeah. So, Flora Tadden, most successful club in Estonia. Can you tell us a bit about their history? Um, obviously, like you say, most successful club in, in Estonia. Um, very good side. Um, they've won the top of head into the last three league titles. Um, not sure if they'll get if they'll win it this year. Um, but yeah, Flora, great. Um, I love watching them play every time they're, they're playing. Hope, I always hope I'm not working when they're playing. Um, exciting side to watch. Love to attack. Um, they always love to attack. Um, sure in the defence. Yeah, great side. Won a few cups. Um, as you probably expect, you know, most leagues. Uh, I don't think it's the most cups. I think Lavadia Tallinn hold the, most, the, the record for the most Estonian cups. Um, but yeah, still a very successful side. Um, great to watch. I was looking, they've only failed to qualify for Europe once in 27 seasons, so that's incredible sort of consistency, isn't it? As for uh, their, their ground, it's uh, the Estonian National, National Stadium holds over 14,000 fans. Robert's fans have actually been there before, uh, 10 years ago on the Champions League. But uh, I was listening to one of your podcasts, you guys were saying that. There was an 8,000 attendance for a Frankfurt game in the 2019 Europa League. But with COVID restrictions, what are the crowds like at the moment in uh, Estonia? Uh, it's a strange one. They keep, every time we read on about it, it keeps changing. Um, you know, the game currently playing now in, in Parnu, um, it's a negative test. You've got to get tested two hours before with the machines or natural flow kind of thing. Um, negative, and you go. Um, 
there's no restriction, um, I believe, on attendances. Um, so they, you know, they don't, they don't sell out anyway. You know, it's normally is a few hundred there, especially in the Alacon, you know, a few hundred in a 14,000 seat and you can spread yourselves out. Um, but as far as restrictions go, I think it is just a negative test and you're in. Right. So Flora are the Ryan champions. They won by a huge margin last season, only one defeat. Uh, not quite as good as Rovers. We went, we went the whole season unbeaten. But uh, this season's second in the league. We're 17 games into a 36-game season. They're 12 points behind Lavadia, albeit three games in hand. And they were beaten 1-0 by the team at the bottom of the table on Saturday. That was actually their first defeat of the campaign. So was that one a big shock? That was uh, a huge shock, even with... Um... Flora tend to, when they have the European game, um, depending who they play at the weekend, they tend to rotate the squad. Um, when they played um, Ammonia um, a few weeks back, they had uh, Pida in the league, who are probably the third best team in Estonia. They actually did play a strong team against them. But we, me and my brother, we both said um, we'd expect a weak team against Curacao, which they did do. Um, but you would have still expected them to have won that game, even with the rotation. So, yeah, it's probably one of the biggest shocks of the season, yeah. And it, it could, I know it's still early to say, it probably could even cost them the league title. Well, uh, looking at the Flora squad, uh, now I decided it's entirely made up of Estonian nationals compared to, say, the Vadia who have about half a dozen foreign players. And interesting one is 22-year-old Marcus Poom, born in Derby. He's actually the son of the former Derby Sunderland Arsenal goalkeeper, Marcus Poom. He is. Um, we actually tip him to go to Europe soon and have a go with you know, probably Poland or something like that. Um, he's a good player. Enjoy watching him play. Um, yeah, he's the son of Mark Poom. So he's, he's got the pedigree. Um, Big, big boots to find in different positions. Um, but Mark Poom's an Estonian legend. Um, so, yeah, Marcus Poom's uh, midfielder, more of a, how do you describe him? He, he is kind of one, I wouldn't say holding midfielder, but I wouldn't say an attacking midfielder either. You know, he, he chips in with an assist here and there. He's not much of a goal scorer. Um, but, yeah, very, very good player. And the top scorer is uh, Ronald Sapinen. He has 12 goals. He's their only ever present as well. He's played all 17 league games. So who are the players you think Roberts should watch out for? Who are the danger men? Danger, obviously, the, the player you just said, Sapinen, absolute goal machine. Um, he's had a few loan spells in Europe. Um, had a go in Holland, um, Slovakia. Um, didn't quite work out. Um but there are rumours he might even get a move to Poland. Polish teams are sniffing all over Estonia players at the minute. Um, yeah, he's he's the big danger. Um, I'd say the right-hand side, um, uh, Henrik Oyama, who started off at Derby County as well. He's had a few uh, teams in the UK, in Scotland and England. Um, and they have Lillander as the right-back, very fast right-back. Um, I think that would be where the danger would be. Coming, coming down the right-hand side. Um, depending who they play in midfield, I can imagine Vasiev um, will play. Old workhorse, 36 years old. 
just controls the game. It's his pace or no one's pace. Um, he probably won't last the full 90, but he's a brilliant player, probably the best player in the team. Um, he's had a go in um, Europe as well. Um, centre-back, uh, Henrik Berg. Uh, brilliant player. He's kind of, he's only got two caps, I think, for Estonia. Um, he played against, uh, I'd say, the shock win against Finland. Uh, he was outstanding in that game. He's just getting better and better and better. The true leader of um, of Flora, despite not being the captain. Um, if, he's, if he's on Son, they're quite sure at the back. The goalkeeper's pretty good as well. Um, it's, it's hard to pick a weakness. As I said in, in our last podcast, in the um, Ammonia preview, it's hard to pick a weakness in Flora, you know, when they are. It's like picking a weakness in Man- Manchester City side, you know, it's... It's, um, but yeah, they've, they've got some decent players. Um, Sergi Yizdenyov as well. Um, very experienced player. 80-plus um, caps for the national team. Um, they've got the danger men. It's, you know, it's whether the... It's the, it's the experience of Europe. You know, they were one game away last year from Europa League group stage. Um, they lost, I think it was uh, Zagreb. They lost to, obviously, it was only one one leg because of um, so I was actually hoping they'd beat uh, Ammonia and they lo- lost on penalties didn't they so guaranteed group stage then there's not an anything so it, it'd be huge absolutely huge for Estonian as for the manager uh, Jorgen Hen and honestly Wikipedia link takes you to a bridge in yeah. North Carolina so I'm hoping you can tell something yeah. about him because Without Wiki, I'm helpless. But uh, I know I know he's a young manager in his early thirties. Uh, what formation and style of football do we, can we expect from him? Uh, this is there's not much information on him. Obviously, living in England, there's trying to find information. We basically get our news sources from uh, Soccernet, um, the, the main Estonian football thing. But like you say, when you click on Jurgen Hens, link on. Wikipedia goes to that bridge, but yeah, he's I think he's 34. Um, he's been there a few years, very young, um, very young coaching staff in the whole of Flora. Um, even in the whole of Estonia, there's the trends now young coaching, young management. Um, Flora tend to play 4 3 3, obviously, four at the back, three center mids, which will probably be Masuyev, Poom, and I'll say Sumitz uh, in, in the midfield and then um, Oyama, Zenyov and uh, Sapanen up front uh, well, with Oyama, Zenyov on the wings, Sapanen up front by himself, so to speak. Um, expect the fullbacks to get forward uh, on the counter-attacks, but I can imagine it, it's a tough game to call um, against Ligia, against Armonia. I, mean, I was saying they'll probably sit back hit on the break, which is what they did. Um, I'd like to think they'd give it a go against Shamrock. Um, more attacking, especially the home game. Um, but we'll see. But it would definitely be a 4 3 3. And what have you made of their uh, European campaign so far? Beating Hibernians of Malta 5 0 on aggregate, then going down to Legia Warsaw 3 1 over two legs. Legia was obviously a tough draw. And then they parachuted into the Conference League. 
beaten on penalties by Amania, having won two one after extra time in the second leg. So what have you made of it? I've been really impressed. Um, I was expecting the win against the Birmingham's. Um That was well, that, that would have been a disaster if they lost that. Um, Leisure, the performance was outstanding. Um, they could, I think it was the first leg, they could have even probably nicked the win um, in that game. Um, a few dodgy refereeing calls, I think a penalty should have been given in that game as well. Um, and then Ammonia obviously beat them 2-1 at home, lost 1-0 in Cyprus. Um, again, there was chances missed in that game um, to go on and win it in regulation instead of going knock down penalties. But yeah, I've been very impressed. Um, I'll say I'll be very disappointed if there's no group stage football. Obviously, because of the circumstances, they lost to uh, Ammonia. Um, would have obviously if they won, they would have been guaranteed something. Um, so I, I think I'll be very disappointed if they don't get it. But you know, they, they've done Estonia proud. You can even say the same. Obviously, Lavadia had um, done dog, didn't they? Um, and they gave him a good run. Um, I don't know what the standard between Shamrock and Dundalk. Um, is, it, is it very similar? Or Well, this season and last season, we've been miles ahead of Dundalk in the league. So I suppose given that Dundalk beat Levadia on paper, that's a good sign for, for Shamrock Rovers. And uh, I don't think an Estonian club has made it to the group stage before. Am I right about that? No, they've never done it, which is why you know, we've been very excited with this, especially when the Conference League was formed. This, I think it's the best thing that could have happened for you know teams like Shamrock, teams like Flora, you know, have that European adventure. Um, yeah, but no team's ever qualified for you. Let's say Flora was one game away last year from Europa League. Um, and I think that is the closest, apart from this season, that an Estonian team has come. Yeah, Dundalk have done it twice and Rovers have done it once back in 2011. So have you managed to get a read on what Flora fans' expectations are in this tie? Do they reckon they'll beat Rovers or is it kind of 50-50? Yeah, it's, it's more of a 50-50 from, from what um, we've been reading and what we've been seeing. The whole of Estonia are behind them. It's kind of close-knit in Estonia with, with the clubs. You know, whenever teams are playing... All of the European adventures when Pida was in Europe, all the clubs were behind them. Um, one like, you know, LeBron, you know, Tottenham were playing, for example, Arsenal fans would be saying, oh, we hope you lose. Everyone was behind them. And I think it's the same now. Um, there'd be no shame if they lose. Um, but it, it, there is excitement. There is definitely huge excitement. You know, we, we, we feel like there's this huge chance. Um, and the draw could have been worse. No offence, but it, it could have been worse. So there is that optimism where, you know, we can actually do this. You mentioned a minute ago how you're kind of hoping Flora will, will go at Rovers. Uh, being at home in the first leg and there's no away goals rule anymore, I know Flora don't want to concede, but does that give Flora a bit of freedom to attack Rovers at home in the first game? I, I think so, yeah. Um, in the games against uh, Ammonia, they, they obviously they went and gave it a go and won. The game against Leisure at home, um, they gave it more of a go than they did away from home. Um, 
to it. I think the, the chance for Florida to win will be the home game. Um, I'm not saying they're going to score three or four goals. Um, but definitely, I think if they can score two goals at home and keep Shamrock, hopefully with none, um, or low, maybe one goal, then every chance. They're very they're very good at the back. They, there has been instances this season, though, where the concentration levels have kind of dwindled a bit, um, maybe down to complacency. Um, but they, they've been they've been very solid defensively, even you know, even against Legion or Warsaw, even against Amonia, these bigger teams, they've they've kept kept the shape. They've, they've been brilliant. So I, I don't see why not. Are you going to stick your neck out and give us a prediction? <laughs> I'm going to say um, a 2-1 win for the home game and it would be a nil-nil away from home. <laughs> Interestingly, um, like Rovers have, have quite a rich history in Europe. 88 games we've played since 1957. This is the first time we've ever met the same team twice because we beat Flora in the 2011 Champions League uh, tight enough game one in aggregate and our goalkeeper and our captain actually played in it Adam Manis and Ronald Finn and looking at the Flora squad uh, Aliku he's the only surviving player that I noticed so they'll be familiar with each other even though it was obviously a very long time ago yeah um, I did have a look at that I wasn't actually aware they played each other um, but I did have a did have a look yeah and like you say it was just um, Aliki who um Played that game. He's more of a not a fringe player. He's more of an impact sub nowadays. Um, Thirty-one years old now, um, but he's me and my brother always say Flora are tight, and we see him warming up on the sideline. You know, there's a goal coming. He's, you know, he's just one of those players, like the Teddy Sheringham kind of thing, Oli Gunasosha, super sub. Um, yeah, but so you said there was you said there's two players surviving in the Shamrock. Yeah, we have two players who played in that match, yeah. Uh, Adam Manis and Ronald Finn. Yeah. Um, yeah, so they, they might know how what's going to happen and how they're going to line up. Um, it's, it's an interesting game. It is a really interesting game. We, did you have a prediction for it, do you think? Uh, I'm a bit of an optimist, so I'm saying a win, yeah. I don't know about the scoreline, but uh, I, I fancy it to go through, yeah. But just before, uh, the week before, we interviewed a, a chap from, from Albania. That's the team we beat. And I asked him, <laughs> what did the Albanians team expect? And they, they fully expected to beat Rovers. So I don't know if anyone's underestimating us, but uh, probably shouldn't. But... Uh, <laughs> I, I'm... I wouldn't say I'm underestimating. Um, I think a lot of people have done that with Flora this year as well. You know, they've come from Estonia in the, in the coefficients, the Estonian league. Um, I think they've just moved up um, to about 50 or 49 in the UEFA coefficients at 53, I think it is. Um, so obviously they see where the league is and they just think, oh, farm, you know, Farmers League, you know, a bunch of, Shepherds playing against each other, that kind of thing. You know, the standard isn't great, I'll be, I'll be honest, but the Flora and Lavadia, they aren't 
pushovers. You know, they will give a good game. Um, they've shown that already in, in Europe. And it, it will be a tough game. Yeah, I think from, from Rawers fans' point of view, it's kind of a 50-50 as well. We, we, we took notice of that game against Amania. And we saw how tight that was. So, yeah, we're, we're expecting a tough game as well. But uh, I suppose we're looking to make that breakthrough again. We haven't done it in 10 years. But, uh, but um, yeah, that's it, mate. Uh, you can follow Estonian Football Podcast on Twitter. It's at EstonianFBP for all the latest. So uh, thanks very much for talking to us today. Appreciate it. Yeah, thank you.